War. War never changes. Since the dawn of humankind, when our ancestors first discovered the killing power of rock and bone, blood has been spilled in the name of everything from God to justice to simple psychotic rage. In the year 2077, after millennia of armed conflict, the destructive nature of man could sustain itself no longer. The world was plunged into an abyss of nuclear fire and radiation. But it was not, as some had predicted, the end of the world. Instead, the apocalypse was simply the prologue to another bloody chapter of human history. For man had succeeded in destroying the world. But war, war never changes. In the early days, thousands were spared the horrors of the Holocaust by taking refuge in enormous underground shelters known as vaults. But when they emerged, they had only the hell of the wastes to greet them. All except those in Vault 101. For on that fateful day, when fire rained from the sky, the giant steel door of Vault 101 slid closed and never reopened. It was here you were born. It is here you will die. Because in Vault 101, no one ever enters. And no one ever leaves. And welcome to 60 Second Gamer. I am Simon Pryor. Joining me as ever are Rich Hatton and Ant Tremaine. Hello. I have, a, I have a mic between my legs. Do you? Mm-hmm. Yes. That's very nice for you. It's very saucy. Um, today we're talking about... <laughs> I'm just going to carry <laughs> just, on. Just to throw you off topic. Yeah. Today we're talking about Fallout 3. Um, the uh, very, very, very long... I won't uh, say long, it's just large. Thank you very much. <laughs> are you, yeah. <laughs> It's, uh, as you can tell from the name, it's the third game in the Fallout series. Very observant of you. And uh, it's, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll let you guys talk about it, uh, Mr. Hatton, mostly, if, I think, because yeah. I, I haven't played it as I, much. I played most of it. I had to get Mr. Hatton to help me, mind you, but I did play quite a bit of it. It came out in uh, October 2008. Yes, it's quite an old game now, but... I, I preferred the, the game engine in this uh, compared to Elder Scrolls because I got both at about the same time and Elder Scrolls I didn't really get on with. Yeah, I think with Elder Scrolls um, it's something we could probably touch on if we ever get around to doing it. Yep. It's I found it very difficult to level up and actually um, improve skills and whatnot. Whereas in Fallout you can select which skills you want to improve each time you level up. And it's quite easy to get experience. You do get experience from every, anything, like shooting and killing people to completing quests and yep. uh, selling stuff and whatnot and completing speech challenges. Um, 
So it's quite in that a varied, regard, it's, it's varied good. little game. Yeah, I mean, has it, it's, a, it has its fair little. share of bugs. Yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> but the, to be fair to Bethesda, struggled with that one. Yeah, they're stupidly named. Um, they've done, you know, they make this massive game world, and you're gonna get a few niggles. Yeah, none of them are groundbreaking by any stretch. It's still certainly playable, isn't it? I mean, oh I, yeah. I mean, I've I've put in about fifteen hours so far, and I, yeah, I've barely done anything. I can't remember how many. What was my play time? Hundred and something. Hundred twenty hours yeah. or something. You've put right. about six days. Into <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> over over two and a half years. Yeah. But um, yeah, you you essentially start life as a an actual baby. Um, a baby. And you're born. And you get to he, choose he what grow you look up like. In, in yeah. various bits and bobs. Liam Neeson is your dad, yeah. which is ace. Um, you choose your special stats, which is a trait from the Fallout. N- not like that. No. <laughs> I choose Sorry. to have the power of Down Syndrome. <laughs> um, <laughs> I choose to be a midget and live Who, until I'm four. Whoever's listening to this now has probably just turned it off. That's vile. I'm not listening to this. Um, Mind you, you're probably used to it by now. No, but it's, it's a trait that's well, been around like, since uh, Fallout. This is like one. the 60th episode. If they're not used to it by now, <laughs> I'll be a bit concerned. Yeah, but it's like I say it's a trait that's been used since Fallout One. So you use your, you can improve these special stats as you go through the game. It be it by picking up random books or uh, improving your level and selecting perks to improve the special thing. Um, and it transpires that your dad is actually a scientist, uh, and he took you underground to grow up in a vault so you wouldn't grow up upon the wasteland. Um, one day he escapes the vault from which no one, inverted commas, has ever escaped from before. Yeah. But if you read deeper into the the overseer's thing, who is in control of the vault, then it, you know they've been in contact with the outside world for many years and had lots of journeys out, but they've obviously hushed it Kept up. Kept it quiet. Yeah. Yeah. From the general general populace, mm-hmm. um, and then once you're outside the vault, you are free to go anywhere you want. Yeah, and I admit the scale of the game can be daunting, especially when you first come out to the game and it's yeah. just like. <laughs> There's a like, lot. That's the game world. There is a go lot. Go and explore. A lot to it. Uh, I, I think it gets easier the more locations you, you find and then you can fast mm. travel between them. Yeah, fast quite, travel is extremely useful. It, it would be quite funny, actually, if you did come out of the vault and there was just a chap stood outside going, <laughs> Hello! Welcome to Welcome. the world of tomorrow! <laughs> and then in a cloud of smoke. And just like that. He's gone. On the wind. Like a fart in the breeze. Vats. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's is. Um, that's it, the other it, thing that helped stand- mark this up, make it stand out from Elder Scrolls. Four yeah, as well. it's. Um, I'm going to be really sad and tell you what it stands for. It stands for Vault Assisted. Vault Tech Assisted. Vault Tech Assisted Targeting System. Sorry. Yeah. Don't forget the tech. Vault Tech, of course, because you live in a Vault Tech vault. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, with that, you, it, it pauses the game. Unless mode. you select body parts. Yeah, and you can like shoot at people's heads or. Uh, it's especially useful if you're going to be taking on death claws, because you can cripple people's legs and arms. Um, and if you know anything about Fallout, then you'll know that death claws are complete and utter cons. Um, yes, they, they will are. quite literally rape you with their claws until you are dead, and to then death. and then rape you a bit more. 
just to be sure. If you're lucky. <laughs> if you're lucky. If you're not lucky, then yeah. well, God forbid. Um, but that's quite a nice little system, because um, obviously you can play it wherever you aim down the site. Well, you say aim down the site. They didn't do that until New Vegas, but you can free target, free shoot like any first-person game. <clears throat> but it pays to sometimes vat it up. In yeah. fact, I use vats quite a lot when I play Fallout. Um, it makes it interesting. It's yeah, it's, and then it's, you get the slow mo bit where their head just falls off. Yeah, that's also cool. And if you pick up the bloody mess perk as well, that is extremely funny because if you catch them right, they will quite literally explode into bits. And you can pick these bits up and move them around if you feel like it, <laughs> just just for the hell of it. Yeah, why not? I quite like that when you explode their skull as well. A little little, little eye pops out and oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, that was um, that's, that's that's a nice little disgusting, touch. but at the same time quite interesting. Yeah, it's apparently, very much a game that's an eighteen. Apparently, a lot of people criticised it for that for being silly violent, but it's an eighteen rated game in well, a post-apocalyptic exactly. world. Yeah, I mean. That just brings me to the point I had before. <laughs> but there you go. But yeah, I mean, obviously you can select, you can go literally anywhere you want. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's pretty much it's pretty much the definition of non-linear, really, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I mean there's can, a story to you do. can follow the overarching story quest, which is quite good in its own right. But there's lots of little side. Oh, I wouldn't even say there's lots. There's hundreds of <laughs> little yeah. side hundreds quests. of thousands of. My them. my personal favourite is um, going up to the Republic of Dave. <laughs> yeah, Dave, <laughs> it does actually Dave. does actually exist, and you can rig the election if you do it right. Um, and Dave, the self-proclaimed president and ruler of Dave, will leave and promptly meet his death at the hands of Death Wars, which is nice. amusing. Was that did that was that what we did on mine? I can't remember. I think we rigged it, didn't we? Mm. And um, it didn't end well for him. Unfortunately, no, he he dies quite nasty. But then we also had to run very quickly. Yeah, shit. <laughs> Another nice touch is the the use of karma in the game. You can yeah. be a by your pit boy. Yes, you can you can be an utter bad boy by uh, killing in hundreds of innocent people, or you can play it cool and be nice and well. You can play it three ways really. You can be good, neutral, or bad. Uh, neutral. I suppose lets you have the best of both worlds. Yeah. Because mm. you can equal yourself out by doing certain things. You can be nice. And you can yeah, be you can. You can be good, bad, whatever. Um, Do you you can also turn into a cannibal if you want. Nice. Which is quite interesting. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. Mm. I Start mean, eating people. <laughs> not only that as well. I mean, you've got all of this going on in the main game, and then there's five additional packs of downloadable story oh. that you can also do. Yeah. They're, they're really good. Well, apart from Mothership Zeta's a bit... Mm, That's the alien one, isn't it? Yeah, but I yeah. quite I quite enjoyed that. It's a complete change of scenery, obviously, because yeah. you're up on an alien spaceship. But um, I mean, One thing I wasn't keen on with that, um, the fact that... I mean, I, I had Fallout 3 initially, and then they released the Game of the Year edition with all the downloadable content on, because I didn't see the point in spending eight quid a pack, because mm-hmm. I wasn't going to play it straight oh, away. I but yeah, but if, if you're going to be playing it straight away, then fair enough. But with me, it takes me a while. If I've got a game, I'm not going to be playing it there and then. So I don't see the point in spending that money on the, the mm-hmm. DLC uh, to get it straight away. So I got the uh, Game of the Year edition with all the DLC on it for 25 quid. I even traded in my original copy of Fallout and I saved like a fiver on that. So for like 20 quid, I got the main game plus 30, 40 odd quid. For 8 times 7. No, 5 times 7. Oh, 5 35. times 8. Yeah, because it's a seven ninety nine a pack on PSN. Oh, it's cheaper on Xbox. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or get the Game of the Year edition. You don't have well, to spend, that, yeah. spend even less. Uh, so I've got, I've got the Game of the Year edition for 20 quid and the DLC on its own is 40. So it was like, well, yeah. I okay. quite liked the the uh, the bit I've just thought of it, where you had to go to that. Um, I can't remember what the friggin' other colony was called, but you had a bloke who mutated into a tree. Oh, the Oasis. That's the one. Yeah, um, you go to the Oasis. You meet. Uh, he's a character that's been in the previous Fallout. Yeah, um, I think his name's like Bob. Yeah, and he actually turns out to be a tree, and they will worship him. But it actually turns out he doesn't want to live anymore. And you can. But again, this is where the karma system comes into it. Yeah. Did you get bad you get, karma for killing? No, him? I think you can. It, it's neutral. Yeah. It doesn't affect you. You, you um, get the, obviously these tree people come up and say, "Oh, don't kill him." One comes up and says, "You've got to use, you know, use this serum to stop him from dying." And and then it's then it down to yourself, personal choice. And I went down and shot his heart. Yeah, you can burn his heart, <laughs> shoot it, whatever. Yeah. Um, Basically, I mean, you do what you like. That's, you do what you like, yeah. That's the, uh, and the if you're good games. enough, um, it, by improving obviously your various stats like speech and whatnot, you can talk your way out of situations. So if the tree people were angry that you killed him, yeah, you can use your speech challenge based on a percentage. Try to talk them around it. Yeah, and, and, yeah. And, you know your odds of success come up on the screen, and if they go for it, then you you know you you. You can talk your way out of Quizzing. situations like that. I think we got away with it on mine. <clears throat> I think we killed him, but they didn't know that we'd actually killed him. Mm. So they they just thought he died naturally. And we're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just going to leave now and uh, never return so that you can't accuse me of anything else. Yeah, I mean, as I said, the scale of the game will probably daunt a lot of people into... It yeah. certainly did, mate. I yeah. think my pants I mean, went it's, brown. It's daunting, enough, but I'm willing to put the hours in as and when I get time for it. I mean... You, there's so much to explore even now when yeah. I go into it I mean you've finished the, the story oh, like I finished everything yeah yeah. and I'm you still like go in and crazy yeah. you're crazy crazy it's, it's just fun to especially when you if you become a stealth based character because you one of the add-on packs was Operation Anchorage and you could get um, as a reward something called the Chinese stealth suit which when you crouch down renders you invisible nice and that turns you into just a killing machine from yeah. You as soon as you stop and crouch. Yeah, I mean, you can improve your sneak skills anyway. I think I had about high 90s for my yep. sneak. So I could literally creep up behind somebody and shoot them in the back of the head and then <laughs> know what hit them. Nice. Um, so uh, that, you know, you get... And you can build your character in whichever way you want. So you can have a you know, sneak character. Um, your muscle-bound, un, unarmed bloke who would use his fists. Yeah. Um, Someone who used like um, melee weapons. Melee weapons. Yeah. That's the one. Or I just saw you drumming then. I was thinking drumsticks <laughs> with one hand. Yeah. So just ringing out the beat. Tycho, tycho drums. Yeah. Or Kill you could um, use just be a, a general all-round gun guy. Yeah. Or gal, depending on whichever which, you, uh, whichever sex yeah. you wanted. Mm. Look just like your father. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not very good. No. <laughs> it was. Uh, it was. It was good. I mean, it's, I, it is extremely good. I admit, I did get rid of it before I'd finished it, but I think that's because I, I didn't play it anymore. Because I, I don't mind big games, but I got a feeling because I'm recently playing through Oblivion, but 
I don't think if, I will. If, if anything, they scaled back on Fallout 3 from Oblivion because Oblivion yeah. was just massive. It, I felt that was too big. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I will play through well, Again, I'm... I got the Game of the Year edition for that because then I sold it to you and then you've let him borrow it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the I'm, circle of games. I'm, I'm currently thinking that I may just do a few missions here and there, side ones, and then just get on with the story. Yeah. I think. There's a lot. It's. I think with a lot of these sort of like open world games is that there's a lot of side missions there if you want to do them if you're interested in oh, the world yeah. I mean it's like Assassin's Creed Brotherhood there's loads of like mini side missions in that that um, that I I did a lot of because I was into the story and into the uh, the characters and everything whereas I assume with probably with Fallout 3 because I have no emotional investment in the character that I'm playing I don't think I'll do too many side missions to be mm -hmm. honest I'll, I'll try and do I mean I'll just play it you know, play whatever missions come up and just you know see what happens. But yeah. that's that's all I'll be uh, all be all I'll be doing with it really. So I'll give it another thing as well. The um the music was very good. Apart from when like you're wandering around the wasteland, it's just ambient on the odd occasion that a pianist just pops up here and there. As we've named the Fallout pianist, as with Bioshock, there is the Bioshock crazy violinist. <laughs> but the the main theme for it, I. I heard I'd, I'd forgotten it had a main theme until we captured it actually and then I listened to it again on YouTube and there is a very interesting use of horns in it where it is mostly just dominated by percussion and yeah. French horns I think from the sounds of things where the strings take a very a very nonchalant back seat which is very rare in scores actually yeah. usually the strings are there at least for rhythm but this was mostly just noise even the French horn well yeah I uh, know it was a good sort of noise, but it was like yeah. the French horns interestingly worked as a main melody and to back the the uh, the primary horns yeah, up yeah. in a way. So it's sort of like secondary and first in a way as opposed to secondary and first uh, violins, which worked very well, I yeah. thought. Yeah. Rah, rabble, rabble. Yes. rabble, rabble, rabble. So, uh, yeah, I, um, I, I'm looking forward to going back into it, but I'm, I'm actually concentrating on some of the... Uh, because I've got hundreds of games, to be honest. So yes. I'm concentrating on finishing the stories on a few of them. Uh, maybe a few of the shorter games, and then when I've completed a few of them, I'll, I'll dip back into... Um, it's definitely a game that you have to put the hours in, especially for... At the, the same time, though, it's, it's one of those games where you can say, oh, I'll just play this for half an hour or an hour. Or you something. can't do that. And then you five hours later, you're feeling a bit sick cause you've been staring at the TV mm. screen. Too. Can't do it. It's, it's, it's one, four in the morning. You've got to plug away at it, because the first four or five levels or so of character development you will die quite a lot yeah and um, you have to save regularly otherwise you will get punished, <laughs> punished. the deaths are quite amusing as well oh yeah you can lose oh, like dead space style yeah not yeah. quite that extreme no but <laughs> they are they are it's quite in, that, it's in that area yeah, yeah. you can lose limbs if you're not careful yeah so yeah anything else you guys want to uh yeah if, I'm, if you're going to pick up a version of it make sure you do get the Game of the Year edition. You get um, all the DLC. You, get the, the you DL don't have to you, play it, do you? It's no, you don't have to play it, but it does. That's a bit of colour. <clears throat> it does let you carry on the story as well. Oh yeah, because it changes the ending, doesn't it? The uh, um, broken broken steel broken was steel. the, the add-on pack that bumps up the the level cap. Yeah, the level cap goes up to thirty-five. But if you don't play the Game of the Year edition, then massive spoiler: if you haven't played it already, your character will die. Sorry. That's yeah. fine. That's all, all cool. I, I so if, if you haven't got the game game of the year edition, then or, or if you'll you, snuff if it. If you 
yeah, if, if you buy the download of I've got Game of the Air, so I'm fine. You're fine. <laughs> but if you're going to buy an add-on pack, get Broken Steel, because you will at least be able to carry on after the story has yeah. ended. ended. Oh, so I won't, not, I won't say not, why. I'm not keen on, on games that do that, where you spend all that time doing stuff. You've got all these other side missions that you may want to do, mm-hmm. and then it just hard cut off, and you've got to go back to the start and yeah. do it again. Yeah, it, it's mm-hmm. a bit... Assassin, again, Assassin's Creed does that. As soon as the main game finishes, you can go back into the uh, the Animus and mm-hmm. uh, you know, do all, everything yeah. you missed out the first time. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, send us an email to info at randomstoke.com or you can get in touch with us by going to randomstoke.com and finding the communication details on there as well as all of our other projects and oh. previous episodes in both 60 Second Retro Gamer and 60 Second Gamer, the main series itself. Uh, and also the, the video reviews are all on there as well so just have a look through the site and uh, get in touch if you want to so thank you for listening if you have been and we'll see you next time